Eye of the Tiger. Alright guys, welcome back on another episode of Overtime with the Men. Coach Rob here with you and we also got Coach Brandon back as well. And we got a very special guest on the episode, Dr. Eddie Dry. Guys, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing it's good. a Saturday. Good Saturday. Very yes. good, very yes. good. Yeah. We are doing fantastic. The weather's nice. We got ropes up going in the gym right now. So when you guys get here, you'll have some fun with that. Yes. And we are just enjoying it. Yep. Good right. Saturday morning, fall like temps. Very cool out this morning. Absolutely. Probably high, high 50s. Yep. And if you, uh, like uh, like Brandon said, we got Mark back up in here and he's uh, he's installing some ropes so we can do rope climbs. So if you hear a drill here in the next few minutes, just bear with us. <laughs> yeah. Or in the next few seconds. Yeah, yeah. 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 or right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all for your benefit. That's right. that's right. Okay. Well, welcome. We're going to spend most of our time focusing on uh, member of the month, Eddie Dry. Yeah. Yep. Right on. Yep. Yeah. Good to have you with us. I'm that's glad you good. can make it. Oh, me, same here. And you, you provided coffee, and that's I'm pretty wired. I'll just say that right off the coffee, bat. Coffee, podcast, what can be better? <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. Cool Saturday morning. Absolutely. So let's, uh, man, you, I consider you an OG, OG CrossFitter back in 2013. We, we started together. You actually started before me at, over at the Athletic Club. Um, we'll, we'll kind of fast forward here in a little bit about how it's evolved, but just give us a little bit of background. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about how we all started and um, how we got started there. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I got started back in 2013, like I said, at the athletic club. And um, my friend Mark Johnson invited me to go. And I went to one workout like in February of 2013. Wow. And the next day I was the most sore I've ever been <laughs> in my life. So I didn't go back until April, but in April I signed the contract oh, and started cool. going regularly. and. I guess what kept me going back at that time was I felt myself getting stronger almost right away. Wow, cool. So yeah. you, so you did your first w workout in February, and you were like, kind of got your butt kicked in. Yeah, and then, yeah, and that workout was just super simple body weight yeah. stuff, oh, squats really? and okay. lunges. And then you were like, mm, that was good, but I'm just gonna. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the next day I had to have help kick walking, <laughs> climbing upstairs. Yeah, I, I was that sore. I think we've all been there before. <clears throat> yeah. So you kind of chilled out for a few months and then went back later on. Is that correct? Y yes. Awesome. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I, I was—I had just turned fifty, and I thought I need to really take care of my health as gotcha. I grow older. Gotcha. And um, I've been running for several years, but that wasn't making me stronger or more fit. Really, right. I was—I had good cardiovascular health, I think, yeah. mm -hmm. but I yeah. wasn't getting stronger. So what? What put you back in the, the CrossFit realm? Like, what made you go back to actually sign up? I think. Do you remember? I, yeah, I think it was just that—that not—that notion of growing older and gotcha. wanting to be healthy as I aged. Gotcha. And and, I, go ahead. And, and just the longer I did it, the more confident I became in myself and the more fun it was. Yes, it was fun. I started probably six months after you. I was a personal trainer there and I can always remember um, looking out. You remember up at the glass? Remember up in the upstairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember? You probably don't remember seeing me, but I'd be training people up there. Oh, no, I remember seeing Do you. you. Remember? I remember seeing you downstairs. I'd walk in yeah. and there'd be you and a uh, watching someone do yeah. some of those weight machines and i would i would see you guys and i was like man my mind was like i want to try that but you know you'd always have like 10 minute workouts and uh -huh. i was like a bodybuilder and i was like you can't do anything <laughs> <laughs> can't get anything right. done in 10 or 12 minutes so they always emily would always try to get me to go in there but it intrigued me for probably six kind of like you like six months to a year and finally they got me they got me to go in there one evening and do a class and it was like three or four rounds, run 400 meters, heavy deadlift, and pull-ups. Yeah. And 
same. I got my butt kicked. But man, it was something that like, ooh, I, I like this. Playing sports and athlete, like, I was hooked. Well, well, see, I didn't know that. I knew you were a personal trainer. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like maybe months after I'd seen you there oh, the first time, I, yeah. I saw you in a class. Maybe were you coaching I CrossFit at that at that gym? No, I was just like I went from like doing it to becoming addicted, <laughs> like <laughs> okay. to like yeah, just mentoring, you know. And then Jerry, Jerry and Emily were coaching, right? And you know, kind of fell in that relationship and got to know them better. And I was like, hey, I want to. I've been a personal trainer, but I'm really I'm ready to put my personal training books aside, and I want to learn how to do teach okay. CrossFit. Yeah, it was a pretty much all or nothing uh, thing, and man, I fell in love with it and didn't look back. And seven years later, here we right. are. Well, I didn't fall in love with it as quickly as you did. Yeah. It was a slower progression before I learned to really love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess with this place, CrossFit Amen, that's yeah. I've gr- totally grown to love CrossFit. Yeah. yeah. And this particular gym. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. And, and the people that are here and part of it. It goes both ways. We feel that way about our members, too, and the culture we've tried to provide, and it's just a really cool experience. Um, let me say one more thing yeah. on... Got anything, B? I actually do have a question. Yeah. I think it's something that uh, could be relevant for a lot of members who, like yourself, you you had one mode of fitness. You were You were good at running, and you were confident and comfortable in that capacity, but then you said CrossFit was something that was brand new. And um, I'm kind of like Rob. I, I kind of came from a, a functional fitness background where um, I was comfortable with a barbell in the beginning. I, I knew how to do pull-ups and um, things kind of came rather quickly and I fell in love very fast. But you said it was kind of a process right. to come to that point where you enjoyed it that much. Um, did you have to go through any growing pains when you were learning movements up front? Oh. As a lot of new members do, you know? Oh, oh sure. Like, uh, man, t- every insecurity a person has comes to, well, for me. Every, right. every insecurity I had yeah. came to the top when I was trying to do some kind of lift over my head with right. weights. Yeah. Um, just knowing people are laughing at me under their breath. But of course no one is. No, of course. But that's what, the, course. that's what the insecurities are. And it just took me... It did take a while for me to get over that notion. Yeah. Um, but as far as becoming comfortable with the barbell, all the movements, how long do you think that took before you could walk into a gym and say, whatever's on the board, I know I can do it in some scaled form, and I know I can have fun with it and not be insecure? Right. Um, how long did it take me to yeah. get to that level? I don't yeah. know. I don't know, Brandon. That's a good question. I would say probably several months. Really? Yeah. And even now, there are some, some moves on the board I go, oh, man. That's not my favorite. It's hard, but yeah. I'm going to try it anyway, and I'll scale the weight, of course. Of course, yeah. <clears throat> but, and, that, and that's where I think, like, I think he asked that because we see a lot of men, we just see it on their face. Like, I taught, you know, snatches last week. Right. You can just see the... Like, know, the you defeat. Can, you can see the defeat. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I want to give people hope and encouragement that it does get better. It is frustrating, but also being kind of just open-minded to that, like, I want to learn something new, therefore it takes time. Mm-hmm. Try to get rid of the instant gratification, like I should be able to do this. Mm-hmm. It's not just, it's not how, yeah. So what's helped you in, throughout the years of being like, I'm just going to show up tomorrow and I'm going to put one foot in front of the other. I'm going to get 1% better rather than just simply like, eh, I tried it, quit. Well, that yeah. We see often, happen so often. You mentioned instant gratification. I know yeah. that that's not part of, that's not part of the deal. It's not part it's of. It's just not reality. Yeah. It's not reality. Yeah. But what? What was your question again? What keeps me coming back? Is that what yeah, you like, said? Yeah, because you're on paper. You're probably the long, one of the longest member running members we have. 
I mean, you've been with this from almost the beginning. Um, oh, yeah, what's kept you going, even from Jerry's place to now, of like, I'm going to put my trust, because to, be, to be doing it since 2013, you've put your trust in the program. Mm -hmm. So I guess my question to you is, obviously you see the benefits and the results, but even the beginning times, what was, when it was hard and everything was new and like you saw a movement you didn't like, what kept you coming back? Back even then, when there was doubt. Back then, what kept me coming back was the knowledge I was getting better and stronger. I could see you a could difference. Feel it. You could, I could yeah, feel it. Yeah. Um, my, my body was getting more toned as a fifty-something-year-old man. Yeah. And I liked that. I thought, okay, my goal of getting healthier and stronger as I age, I'm meeting that goal. Cool. So that, kept, that that's what kept me coming back then. Now, what keeps me coming back, of course, is the health aspect, but it's also a great deal of fun. Yeah. And I look forward yeah. to the end of the day. Because I come to the 4.30 p.m. workout usually. Right. Mm -hmm. I look forward to the end of the work day and come in here. It's one of the best parts of my day. Sweet. Yeah. So that's, that's what keeps me coming back. Awesome. And, and just, can I, can yeah. I say something? Yeah. Something you just said. You said you taught. Um, we did snatches last week. Yeah. And you saw, the, you saw the fear or the intimidation in yeah. someone's eyes. Yeah. And I totally dug the way you said, okay, time out, everybody, time out. <laughs> I don't recall exactly how you did it, but you made us run through... Some simple jumping up and down, mm, mm -hmm. and and you said, okay, see, yeah. you all jumped up and down. Yeah. If you can jump up and down, you can do the snatch. Yeah, yeah. And I think the fear you saw earlier had melted away, yeah. and that person or people got some confidence because yes. Of, yes. of that technique that you ran us through. So I thought that was really yeah. brilliant. Thanks, thanks, man. The Olympic lifts seem to just—you can see the panic and fear on there. You know, they're just. <laughs> you can't see this guy. Yeah. But he's make, he's grimacing his face. Teeth are yeah. gritting, and I mean, if they could, if there's any physical way they could snap a bar in half, they would do it. So yeah. I'm just like, hey guys, relax. I just want you to jump, and then I want you to pull with your arms, and yeah, that's the snatch. But when you're new to it, there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff going. Like you said, it's uh, you feel like all all eyes are on you, and that you're uh, you look like a complete idiot, but. We all we all started there. It's not right. normal to take a barbell from the ground and, and punch it yeah. and go overhead. There, there's certainly a lot of stepping outside your comfort zone with CrossFit. Yes. But then yes. if you do that enough times, in my case, I, I think I became a, a better athlete, but I think I just became a, a better person, I yeah. think. I became more competent in other things yeah. outside the gym. Yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. Definitely. It's cool. I know it's, it's it sounds simple, and it's but it's not like seven years of hard work, and we get to see like day in and day out. You're just consistent and trusting the process, and it's not it's not the most appealing thing to what we call grunt work. You show up every day, do what we ask you to do, and good things come of it. But people don't, you know. Sometimes it's harder to hear that. It's like, oh, I just I want to fix it real fast, and it's yeah. just not. It's not reality. It, it, you're right. It's not yeah. reality. It is a process. You have yeah. to be patient with the process and patient with yourself, yes. and you'll get there. Yes. But it's been cool to see. Like, you got your first uh, bar muscle up. Was it a couple weeks ago? Uh, it, well, te technical. Uh, I know you've been working on it for a while. Yeah. But yeah. My bar muscle up. No, no progression, no band. The first one was the first unassisted one was maybe a month ago i don't know if you were here brandon yeah. or you i was Rob. on the whiteboard and i remember hearing all the cheers go behind me i missed it but yeah that was that was about a month ago yeah and then i couldn't do them again until last saturday a week ago right and i did three of them wow yeah and, yeah yeah but yeah that's that's that was so on my cool. list of yeah. crossfit goals yeah. and i'm yeah. not I, I i made that goal but they're not pretty <laughs> But it's a goal when you check it off your box. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
Say what? Say what's the next goal? Um, hmm. Maybe increase my deadlift weight by five pounds. Deadlift. Yeah. Deadlift. What's your max deadlift? Three oh five. Three oh five, and you weigh one fifty five or so. So one point, yeah, one and a half times body weight. Yeah. And we'll put that just to understand that one point five. That's a really good deadlift for a hundred fifty pound guy. Three oh five. Eddie's set up for success in case something happens in life, uh, life or whatever. If you have to pull somebody out from a burning car, that's going to allow you to do that. So okay. That's the cool thing <laughs> right. about the cool thing about training is that people don't really think about. In those heated moments, the program provides that for you. Rather than throwing your back out in an emergency situation, you've got a 300-pound deadlift that's going to allow you to do whatever, pretty much whatever task life throws at yeah. you. So that's really cool to see. At 50, what? How old are you now? 57. 57 be, years old. I'll be 58 in about a month. Yeah. Wow. And that's just the living proof that yeah, yeah, pushing pushing 60 and you're still don't even look like it. Good, yeah, good, an good answer. Good answer, good answer, guys. Yeah. You're fitter than most forty-year-olds. If we're just you're, you're fitter than most yeah. people in this gym. So if you guys are listening, don't put an age, don't put a limit, don't put a cap on a number because it's the farthest thing from the truth. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I f I feel good and I am going to do CrossFit as long as my body allows me. Well, we yeah. We've loved having you, and you've been, been a great member. It's encouraging us too. We love we love the four thirty class, and we like seeing all the the camaraderie, and even the little smack talk that goes into the classes. <laughs> yeah, there is some smack talk, yeah. but it's all done yeah. in good fun and and respect and yes, love, yes. I guess even. <laughs> would you say the community? Yeah. yeah. Are you a self driven person, or would you say the community's helped you more than, or is it a, even? Like, are you going to, sh I know you're going to show up regardless, but mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about the community side of it, okay. maybe a little bit, and the friendships and the bonds that have formed over the years. Yeah. yeah. Well, early on, I think it was, was self-driven. Yeah. I guess I didn't Same know. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know many people of the CrossFit community back then at Jerry's gym. Um, but yeah, now that it's here, one aspect of the fun is, man, the community that's here. And it doesn't matter what class I drop in on, whether it's 4.30 p.m. or 5.30 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. The community aspect is there, and yeah. there's people are always glad to see me or yeah. see each other. Yeah. Yes, most definitely. It's like Norm on Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Everyone knows your name. Most definitely. Brandy, got any more questions you want to ask? Anything that's floating around? Where are we at? We got some, we got some, some time on the yeah, clock. We got a few more minutes here. Yeah. Bear with us real quick, guys. Oh, oh, yeah. oh we are doing yeah, great. 15 minutes yeah. in. Yeah. We've got some time. I don't know. In the beginning of the podcast, we mentioned you were Dr. Eddie Dry. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about, yeah, that's Let's talk about you being a doctor for a few minutes. Well, Eddie, where'd you go to school? And um, what did you what did you study? What did you want to do originally uh, growing up that ultimately led you to where you are? Well, doctor doesn't mean I'm a medical doctor. It's a, a PhD. But nonetheless, <laughs> still smarter than me. Let's, oh, let's, let's, talk, about, let's talk about those Not three letters. Your name. Uh, no, I, I got my PhD at University of Arkansas, uh, and my degree is in entomology. Okay, guys, quiz. What is entomology? That's a branding question. <laughs> That's a branding question. We Look. got the scissor lift going, so you can't <laughs> okay. hear my answer right. right now. No, it's the study uh, of the study of insects. Really? So, yeah, okay. insect biology in effect. Nice. And so I went there, but when I first started college, I went to College of the Ozarks and got a degree in agriculture. 
in my first job choice, I wanted to work with the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission oh. or the Missouri Conservation Department. But later on in school at Missouri State, <clears throat> I realized I really, really, really liked being in school. And now that yeah. sounds crazy, but I totally dug the atmosphere of academia and the camaraderie that was that I found. Yes. And so I decided during my master's degree at Missouri State to get a PhD so I could work in a college. And that was my goal. Um, nice. When I went to Fayetteville to get a PhD, I wanted to work at a two-year college, ideally, and be a, a teacher. And so, yeah, that, that happened. Things just, I was lucky. I got so you made your way to ASU Mount Home? Yeah. Yeah, when I was in, still in Fayetteville and ready to graduate, I knew I needed a job pretty darn quick. And so yeah. I started applying around the country mm -hmm. and I wanted to stay in the Ozarks because my hometown's just over the state line Missouri, in Missouri. Yeah. 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 And so Mountain Home, Arkansas, and West Plains, Missouri were the places I was focused on. Gotcha. And I got the job in Mountain Home at ASU awesome. Mountain Home. And, and what do you teach? Uh, biology classes normally to the non-majors. Mm -hmm. And this semester I'm teaching an entomology class, which has been a blast. Oh, wow. And I usually do every semester a class for our funeral science students, students that are practicing to become the bombers and mortuary science professionals. I do the, the anatomy of the human body for them and a microbiology class cool. for those students. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's been, it's been a wonderful job. I've been doing it since 1997. 97. Is that 23? Yeah. 23 years? Wow. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem like 97 should be 23 years. No it? kidding. Oh, no, man, it, <laughs> oh, man, it doesn't. <laughs> oh. So how you guys uh, back in? We're still in the COVID era. Uh, how's it been coming back after a six-month break? Well, you know what? That education does look different now yeah. and how we do things. We do almost everything aided by online instruction mm -hmm. or through... Zoom. I think Zoom. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows what Zoom is by now because it's yeah. made all the news. Yeah. But all my classes are supported through Zoom. Some students show up face to face. Other mm -hmm. students stay home and engage live through Zoom. Yeah. Um, I ask students to show up at least once a week in person for some hands-on laboratory activities. But I've also said if you're uncomfortable with that for safety reasons, we'll we'll work through it. Yeah. So just mm -hmm. let me know and we'll we'll come right. up with Plan right. B. Mm -hmm. But so far, students have been really willing and almost eager to be back on campus, on campus and I engaging face-to-face. So. -face. Yeah. I've heard a lot of that. And I think if there's any, if we can get any sort of normalcy, people, people have been trying to, right. Right. yeah, a little Absolutely. bit of back yeah. to normal if yeah. there's any sort we, of... We do social distance in the classroom right. and students are separated by six feet and everyone wears masks, um, which I think everyone's getting kind of tired of, but we also understand yep. the necessity of it. Yep. And so it's, your it's, class it's size out. is generally pretty low to allow you to accommodate that social distancing and no, no. I, so that's why it looks a little different mm -hmm. my class sizes are still 20 24 students ah, wow. um, so but you're, I have you're doing some managing yes micromanaging I, of the room. yes I yeah first two example of first class of 20 I say okay 10 of you show up on Monday face-to-face -face, other 10 show up on Wednesday face-to-face -face. okay and then the day they're not face-to-face -face, they're at home zooming right so that's, again, it's not perfect, but it's working out. Mm -hmm. And I think students, my students anyway, are responding favorably. Nice. I haven't surveyed them. They may go home and really be gripey, <laughs> but I think, I think they're, I think they're Probably doing not. okay. Yeah. Well, cool. And like you said, I think they're just happy that they can have that regular engagement again. Um, because like, like yourself, it was something like academia is just, it's a very fun time in your life. 
um, if you enjoy going to school. If you don't, that's okay, but you can find things to, to take away from having that kind of environment and, and structure in your life. I think it's just a lot of fun to be around people who are like-minded and who are doing the same things, almost like what we do in here. Mm -hmm. We show up, we do class together, we endure it together, we experience <laughs> yeah. it together. It's kind of like how it is when you're going through a class, you know, everybody's getting ready for final together. Uh, they're prepping and you have that community. That and, that and we bring up the word community a lot with CrossFit and I think that's what we try to find through many, many aspects of our life. Mm -hmm. um, and, and college, academia is, an ideal place to build community mm -hmm. and it does seem a little bit harder in the COVID era this semester to for me to try to instill community in students COVID's changed that a little bit um but it's so far it's going okay uh, yeah yeah for the most part I'd say it's better than it's, it's better than nothing you know oh you bet schools are open and this is probably the most <laughs> interesting year of your teaching career it um Aside from maybe the first year? <laughs> oh yeah, the first year was exhausting. I was, I was, I was so green and so nervous and intimidated, <laughs> yeah. and I knew I could lose my job at any time if I, I don't know, I just, yeah. I was nervous, but yeah. So yeah. this is, I, I would agree, Brandon, I think this is probably the second most interesting yeah. year of my career. I bet. Now I've had to change things up. Yes. Nobody, we, we didn't see that coming in March. No. Oh, no, not at all. No, and it was just like, I think I think I remember telling Amber, my wife, like a week or two, I was like, babe, get ready. We're fixing to have to pivot hard. Yeah. I feel like this sense of the gyms are going to like shut down, and sure enough. Sure enough, they it did. It didn't even make it. I think it was, I told her that, and then by the next Friday, it was. But looking back, we got through it. We did. We had fun. We did some park workouts. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, the football field. It was, it was cool. I, I've talked and got a lot of feedback. It was it was cool. We made it and it was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a blast. Yeah. yeah. And I remember that Friday, that last Friday we met before we had to shut down. Yeah. And I think that was the day, guys, that I looked around the gym and I, I went, oh, <laughs> I got, I love this place. Yeah. It was that true, that love. Yeah. yeah. When I thought, I can't be here again for who knows no. how long. And no. I tugged at my heartstrings. Yes. Yeah. And that's when, I knew, that's when I knew that love was real. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Most definitely. We feel the same way. It's a mutual. It's I know we talk about the community yeah. thing, but from the coaching and owner, from the standpoint, it's the same way just to see just to see the uh, the members uh, doing life together in and outside of the gym. It's really cool to see, right. see the interaction. Well, yeah. I think we've covered a lot. Any any other final, anybody want any rants this week or anything that they want to talk about or encouragement? Do you have a rant? Do you have a rant? You're, you're more than welcome. You, you deserve oh, a rant? anything that annoys. Like this is the time where we get to make people laugh. <laughs> I did a toilet paper thing. Did you see that the other day? Oh no, but I did the toilet paper thing a couple weeks ago yeah. during class. Yeah. I said, why? Why do guys in the bath, oh men's bathroom, I, why do they not replace the toilet paper know. or the paper towels? I don't okay. know. Is it because maybe, the maybe they're yeah. married and their yeah. wives do it? <laughs> Come on, right? For them? I don't know. <laughs> okay, but what about what about the over under, right? That's another. You, it's got to be over. It's got to be over. It's got to be. I'm you, an over guy. Yeah. All the way. You, oh, so we can all three agree that it's got to. 
back at the original blueprints of a toilet paper roll from like 17 whatever it was supposed to go over i don't want to i don't want it under it always rip it's not made yeah no no i gotta karate chop it down if, it, if, it, if it's under and i'm in the bathroom i switch it. it i switch thank it you. yeah thank you guys but so, then you right. show up the next time and nobody got the hint I'm glad we're on that the was same switched page. yeah and it's the same with the paper. T- like I just want it to come up and over. Yeah, it's just a clean, clean tear. I, I wonder in the women's bathroom, do women change their? I mean, like when it's empty, does the the does the person that used the last of it does she change it? Not does always. She, <gasps> well, because no. that's the one okay. I change. Like sometimes there's just cardboard roll. There's oh, so it's not it's for, not a not a gender thing. No, it's just no, a thing. No, no. no, not always. But I'd say guys. I don't know. I've seen it both. I went in there to clean. I think yeah. it's, I think it's just. I was in a hurry and wiped and just yeah. <laughs> just yeah. used the last of it and that was that. Oh, no. um, I'm on the run. So, uh, people, take five extra seconds, reach underneath, roll. get another roll, put it on there. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I never want to be that guy that leaves a toilet paper roll empty no, or the no, paper towel no. roll empty. Mm-hmm. I think that's all right. about all the rants I got. This week. <laughs> yeah. Just one. It's. Uh, sticking yeah, out to me. There's no other way to end a podcast than bathroom humor. Bathroom humor. Right. <laughs> well, guys, we hope you've enjoyed this episode, another episode with uh, Dr. Eddie Dry on here. We've enjoyed having you, and man, you're just a really good member. You've all around, like, you come in, basically why we've chosen him member of the month is because he's a, the blueprint of what we call a, a great member. He's come for a long time, always has a good attitude, always makes new people feel warm and welcome. He does what's on the, the whiteboard from warm up to workout to cool down. So it's just really cool. Well, thanks. So, yeah, and, um, been a great member over the years in Loyal, and we just thank you for, for all that you've done for us. Well, I'm, 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 words are hard to describe how yeah. glad I am yeah. that this community is here for me and for other people that are, are attend. All right, guys. We'll, uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Y'all have a good weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Well, thanks. Yep. See ya. Bye. (laughs) That's that, my friend. Cool.